Hey, what's up, everyone? Jeremy here, and I am super excited to announce that Theme Park Shuffle is back with myself and my good friends, Logan and David. So after a six-month hiatus, we wanted you guys to be the first to listen to a brand new episode, so we're going to release it here on the Main Street Magic feed. But after this, if you want to continue to listen to the Theme Park Shuffle, which will be coming out brand new every single month, you'll have to go out and subscribe to Theme Park Shuffle on whatever your favorite podcasting platform is. So without further ado, here is Theme Park Shuffle, episode 23, Music Challenge. We hope you enjoy. Welcome. The boys are back in town. That's right. We got the band back together for another episode of Theme Park Shuffle, episode 23. Now, nothing's been revealed about the theme for this one. For those of you who follow us on social media, you saw that we revealed what each person was going to be working with on this challenge. But the challenge itself is the music challenge. So the challenge is to create either an adults-only bar, family-friendly restaurant, or quick service slash buffet using the theme music. Prior to this episode, we shuffled to determine which of the three options our host would be required to use, and the results were... David got the adults-only bar. Lucky you. Thank goodness. Lucky, lucky you. Of course it would go that way. Myself, Logan, got the family-friendly restaurant. And last but not least, our ace of host, Jeremy, got the quick service slash buffet. So he technically could choose which of the two options he wanted to use. And uh, this particular challenge is a little different than the ones we've done in the past because no one was required to work with an existing location. And the theme of music can be very broadly interpreted. Um, now, before we jump right into our challenge, it's been a while, guys. So I think all of us just want to kind of say, Hello, reintroduce ourselves uh, in case you've never listened to the Theme Park Shuffle and you're stumbling upon it for the first time, or just a, a friendly reminder since it has been months since our last podcast. So uh, for those of you who don't know, I am Logan Zwaki, project manager at Sally Dark Rides, and one of the three hosts here on Theme Park Shuffle. David, take it from there. Uh, my name is David King. I'm completely unqualified to be doing this podcast as I in no way work with theme park stuff at all. Uh, my day job is a critical care paramedic on an ambulance. And uh, yeah, I just love doing the show and trying to come up with wacky ideas at the last minute. Love it. And Jer Bear. What is up? So good to see you guys. Jeremy Stein here, uh, one of the co-hosts of the Main Street Magic podcast, which deals with Disney, Universal, uh, podcast producer for a couple other podcasts and, and things like that. Um, I, I don't work in theme parks. I don't technically work with them, but I visit them a lot and I talk about them a lot. So I guess that's my my only qualification here. <laughs> 
we are, we are one of Jeremy's 400 podcasts that he's a participant in. Exactly, exactly. It's very tough being a professional podcaster. Well, and it's 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 awesome to be back with you guys and doing this. It had been since I think yes, it is. February, and in the last episode actually was the bluey one that you two did. Um, I know schedules have always been a little bit crazy, but yeah, we're ready to get back into this thing and try and knock one of these out a month because it is a it's a lot of fun and it's uh I know for me it's a cool like rapee from all the other kind of podcasting and stuff because this one get to be creative so that's pretty cool absolutely yeah i am i am very happy to be back here with you guys uh happy to no longer be in spain as much as i absolutely loved my time there working at port aventura installing the new uncharted el enigma de penitence uh first of its kind dark coaster um beyond excited to be a part of that but that's amazing even more excited to be home with family and friends and co-hosting with you guys once again. Well, that is, that is very nice of you to say <laughs> that you'd rather be hanging out with us than, than in Spain. Well, he'd rather be with his family. We're a yes, secondary. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. and I don't blame him for that one. That's all good. But hopefully now that you're back in the, the continental USA, we should probably be able to do this a bit more regularly. Yes. I would hope so. Yep. And one of these days we're doing that in, in person uh, episode. Yes. So yes, be, we will. Fun. We'll Let's line that it. one up here soon. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. All right. Well, David. Yes. Would you like to kick us off with your adults only bar? I will. I um. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't particularly excited about this one at first, but I got a dose of inspiration this afternoon in the form of. We're having a contractor come to our house to do some work. So I was doing some prep work in my house and was blasting music. And it dawned on me that I can't pick like a band or a this or a that, but I can pick a style. And the style of music that I tend to listen to is punk music, punk or even pop punk, if I'm feeling a little emotional that day. Um, and when I think of punk, I think of one place. And I'll get to what this is going to be. But first, let me tell you where I'm going to put it. I feel like what I'm going to do fits in City Walk very, very well. And I'm going to take over the Red Coconut Club. Ooh. I'm taking over the Red Coconut Club for two reasons. The size is about what I want it to be. And it's close to Hart and Huntington Tattoo. And the reason that I want it close to the tattoo shop is because I am reopening the legendary punk club CBGBs. Yeah. I am going to do CBGBs in City Walk of Orlando. For what you guys, if you guys don't know, CBGBs is the world famous home of punk rock. It was founded in 1973 on Bowery in Manhattan. It became known for bands like the Ramones, Blondie, the Talking Heads. In the 80s, it became known for hardcore punk. And in the 90s, it was the jumping off point for bands such as Green Day, one of my favorite bands that, that there is. Um, CBGB closed in 2006. Uh, Patty Smythe was the last show that played there. So I want to bring pretty much an exact replica of the original CBGBs to City Walk. I want um, the outside to look like the exact facade, which is a black and white plaster surrounded by brick with the very well-known red and white awning and the familiar CBGB OMFUG logo. I'm also going to have the numbers 315 on it, which represents 315 Bowery, which was the original address of the music venue. 
this is going to be a live music venue. There's going to be basically a stage, a bar, and a big open area, just like the original CBGBs. And if you've ever seen pictures, I highly encourage you to Google them. There are stickers of the bands that have played there from top to bottom. And we're going to sticker the walls and make it look exactly like CBGBs. Also, if you don't know, I would Google CBGB bathrooms because the bathrooms, <laughs> including the toilet seats, the tanks of the toilets, the urinals, stickers, stickers, stickers everywhere on the walls. It's very iconic. And I feel like if you could recreate it, the look, but clean it up a little and make it a little less grungy 1980s New York, um, it would be very, very fun. So this is going to be a venue that can host live bands very famous punk bands or, you know, punk bands that might be on the tail end of their career could come through, play shows. But when you're not getting main bands, what I want to do is have cover bands of all of the famous bands that played at CBGB's and have them going through on a rotation. How fun would it be to go in, grab a drink, watch a Ramones cover band, watch a Green Day cover band, something like that. This isn't going to be food. There's not going to be food here. It's not a restaurant. It is a bar. It is a walk up, pay cash. Not really. It's a theme park, so you got to have you know credit cards and all that fun stuff. But it is going to be a no nonsense. Not a lot to choose from. You can get beer and liquor and watch bands play. Clearly, twenty one and up, no kids. This is not a place for them to be. Um, and one of the main reasons that I chose to go with this is because the original CBGBs has something that theme parks know very, very, very well. Attached to the original CBGBs was a merchandise store because CBGB t-shirts, CBGB hats, all of those very, very well selling, even to this day that it's not around anymore. But clearly we would attach a merchandise store next to the bar so that you can leave with all of your replica t-shirts, everything that shows that you went to CBGBs. I think this is gonna be a great homage to the original I think it's going to add something to City Walk and maybe even complement Hard Rock a little bit with just a sort of a different type of music and a different kind of band. And I feel like it's going to give even more reason to go down to City Walk if you're looking for a night out and looking for some fun. So that's what I'm going to do. An homage to the original home of punk, CBGBs and City Walk. I love that. That's outstanding. Love it. And that, I mean, honestly, you could take that, you could take that exact idea and, and how is that not like just franchise throughout the entire United States? I mean, you could put those in every major city, replicas like that, and people would absolutely love it. Um, and, and I think you're right. It could kind of become like a hard rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It could. And I've not, I've not um, been to that hard rock, like to seeing a show there or anything, um, but I know it's such a vast array of a venue that it has everything from maybe a punk rock band to hard rock to pop to comedians to you know like everything in between even i'm sure country and stuff like that um but to get a dedicated place to especially from like a dedicated time in the 80s i mean would be amazing and i love your idea of like yeah the cover bands where you could go and it'd be so cool to have like a here's an early green day cover band this is what it was like to see them in the 80s you know late 80s and stuff like that um, and get and, and then have, you know, a local band night where local, you know, punk and, and pop punk bands can come in and, and take over the place. Um, and because if if the Red Coconut Club has shown us anything, it's that people want nighttime bars. You know, that's why they theme them just like they're doing the tribute store every single 
holiday, whatever you want to call it. You know, they're going to retheme it now for Halloween Horror Nights and Halloween coming up. And that place is slammed. And it is such a cool area. It's such a cool, like, inside. And I know it would get redone like CBGB's. But, um, man, that's a, yeah, that's a great idea. I'd visit. We'll all go out there. I love it. I love it. And and I definitely, I definitely miss um, the whole live entertainment at City Walk. I remember when I used to go to City Walk and there'd just be live bands playing right at the bottom of the waterfall there. And, you know, outside of what's now the, um, oh gosh, not the tribute store. What is it called, Jeremy? It's, um, it was uh, the old, it was old main universal store. Is it the universal legacy store? They had that stage right to the left of it. Yep. Yes, exactly. That stage right to the left, man. I used to love going and watching the live local bands play there. It was so cool. Yeah. Saw so many great sets, got to, you know, learn about a bunch of new Orlando bands that I didn't previously know about. And yeah, having a dedicated spot there, that's just constantly playing live music and, and giving people an opportunity to see not only um, cover bands, but cover bands that are trying to get signed, trying to to not only highlight what they can do as a band, but also some of their original stuff peppered into their cover shows. That's awesome. I love that idea. It's like going to Sloppy Joe's and the Keys or something. Yeah. And and also, again, if you, How'd you, know? well, if you want to talk about other places, <laughs> like um, we know that there is a want for theme park 21 and over locations with how successful Jelly Rolls is over in the boardwalk area. So it's not even yeah. like, you know, I mean, you couldn't even say like, well, 21 and over, there's families here. I can guarantee those adults or parents, if they've got kids with them, will find something for their kids to do one night so they can get out during their vacation. Yeah. Adults only like heck. Yeah. I mean, have you been to Nashville? Have you have you been to Lower Broad? There's plenty of 21 and up yeah. clientele and a tourist location to keep it alive. Yeah, sure. no doubt about it. Yeah. No doubt. I love it. Sign me up. Get me a T-shirt. Well done, David. Well done. Thank you. You just said something that I probably should have thought of. To bring Sloppy, sloppy Joe. Joe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That, well. That's a franchise I am shocked has not taken off. No um, kidding. Yeah. Oh, is it I my can't turn? wait to hear. Yeah, I it can't is. wait to hear this. Woo! Got me all bat well, clean up somehow. <laughs> now I really struggled with this challenge because, similar to David, I couldn't decide on one musician or band to theme an entire family-friendly restaurant around, but. There was one thing the artists I kept gravitating towards had in common. They all found success in a particular music genre, similar to David's. So for my family-friendly restaurant, welcome to the latest and greatest in theme dining. Welcome to mm, Pop. That's right. A restaurant where the entire family can listen to pop hits from every genre while they enjoy food inspired by the world's famous pop stars. From Mariah to Whitney, Christina to Britney, Katie to Gaga, Madonna to Ariana, Backstreet to NSYNC, Beatles to Eagles, Elvis to Elton, Otis to O-Town, Bee Gees to Fiji's, the list keeps going on. But the three main elements that make this family-friendly restaurant special are number one, nutrition and flavor go hand in hand. That's right. Good for the family. Number two, a central stage with live entertainment throughout the day. Number three, 
playful environments inspired by the iconic pop songs and artists' unique styles. So when thinking about the food for this restaurant, I kept imagining classic American foods and sugary sweet desserts when I thought of pop music. Uh, but there's already a ton of those options in Orlando. So to make this place stand out, the food would need to not only taste wonderful, but also be a guilt-free dining option for families, as everything on the menu would be carefully crafted to provide a balanced diet of whole grains, fruits and vegetables, protein, dairy, fat and sugar, all the stuff perfectly balanced so you don't have to stress as a parent taking your family there. The chefs would also be able to modify any item on the menu for guests with special dietary needs. For entertainment, I found inspiration from Ellen's Stardust Diner in New York, home of the world-famous singing waiters. Uh, for those who have never been, it's a 1950s-style diner serving traditional American diner food and desserts, but it provides local singers and performers an opportunity to sing in front of patrons when they're not busy running food or taking your order. So my wife and I got the chance to visit there in 2018, and I really loved the concept more than I liked the actual experience. At Um Pop, there would be dedicated performers and dedicated wait staff to ensure the highest quality dining and entertainment experience. So let's let's for one separate those. So I'm not worried when I need a refill that my waiter is about to do you know a five minute song. Uh, the layout of the restaurant would find inspiration in the two-story design at Stardust Diner with the second floor wrapping around the perimeter of the restaurant, leaving the central area open so guests upstairs can watch the performers down below. Uh, the biggest difference at Mmm Pop is that the performers would have a dedicated stage on the bottom floor that's visible to all guests and the overall design of the dining area would enhance the listening experience instead of making it so loud that it's impossible for guests to hear each other. Performances would consist of 20 minute sets at the start of every hour. The set list would consist of the most fun loving songs that make you want to dance and sing along with the performers. Lastly, the themed environment will be you, unlike any other music inspired restaurant in Orlando because it will capture the feel of pop music without becoming a museum full of pop music artifacts on display. So energetic colors, patterns, textures, fabrics, graphics, and three-dimensional set pieces are artistically represented uh, through some of the most iconic looks in pop music history, such as Katy Perry's California Girls candy outfits or Elton John's sequin Dodgers uniform or Prince's Purple Rain outfit. So all these different looks actually inspire the surrounding environment, allows a little bit of interactivity for the guests as well. And at the end of the day, the most important part is that it remains family friendly and nothing too inappropriate. But what about after the kids have gone to bed? After 10 p.m., um pop goes full um bop. When it switches, 
from a full-service restaurant into a late-night karaoke bar, exclusively playing, you guessed it, pop music. The stage also allows for the possibility of hosting private or unannounced shows when celebrity pop stars happen to be visiting Orlando. Maybe they're performing at Food and Wine and Joey Fatone and Ryan Cabrera and Lance Bass come over and then have a little late night set at Um Pop. You never know. You don't know what happens in Orlando. So many celebrities traveling through, you never know. So, and uh, when it comes to the menu, I didn't put too much thought into the actual menu, but I did have uh, fun with some of these featured items. So on the, the food menu, you have the Strawberry Fields Forever salad, the Gaga eight ounce meat dress, the, <laughs> <laughs> the Spice Up Your Life shepherd's pie. It's not right, but it's okay meatloaf. The Take On Me tacos, the hot and hair chicken wings the lady marmalade coconut shrimp the call me maybe mac and cheese one of my favorites the bye 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 bond me <laughs> yes for the drinks we have the like a virgin pina colada the i want it that whey protein shake the California girls kombucha. And then for dessert, we have some Rocket Man rum cake, the all shook up banana and peanut butter milkshake, and the buckwheat crepes Taylor version. <laughs> and that, my friends, is um pop. Oh, that's great. I love it. Very good. Isn't that the name of Hanson's beer? Is it? I think it's mm hops. I think Hanson made a beer. Yeah, it's featured at Food and Wine. I thought you were about to do an all Hanson bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kept going the that route of these different pop singers. And then I was like, I just don't have enough material to do a full restaurant and menu. But the idea of just having, just like you were talking, doing an all punk, me doing an all pop, it just makes sense. Yeah. Well, yours takes a genre that, like, again, with family-friendly. I mean, I can tell you right yeah. now, because Lacey is obsessed with Taylor Swift, that I've gotten into listening to her, and then when that, like, just radio station comes on, like, I find out not turning it off with a lot of the other artists. So it's something that here are my 13-year-old daughters listening to, and then me as an almost 44-year-old man can listen to most of it, too, and be like, okay, I like this. So again, it's like such a genre and from so many decades and ages too that like yeah. everybody can enjoy it. I mean, every artist you list, I guarantee you can find at least one, if not several songs that an entire family can sit in a car and listen to and not be like, can we turn this off? I don't like it. So it, yeah, that really brings mm -hmm. that whole like uh, variety into that. And then um, I love that you said something about the sound. And, you know, having that kind of lower level and all because, like, I love to go see live music. I hate when I go to eat and then there's live music there just pounding me in the face and I can't yes. even talk to the person yes. next to me. That's, that's how it almost always is. Yeah, nobody's created that midpoint where you're like, I want to see live music, but I also want to be able to enjoy the people that I'm with. It's always one or the other. So it's cool that you, like, put that together. Um, well, restaurants aren't designed to have live musicians yeah. inside. So if if you work 
from it the opposite way yeah. where you actually design the space for live performances then you can actually build it in such a way that it works acoustically yeah and instead of just you know blowing people's ears out and they literally can't hear the person right next to them when they're just trying to enjoy themselves and they can only talk every five minutes right between whatever bad uh you know restaurant rock band is playing yeah and your menu items of course i love the names of every last one of them well well done <laughs> i was that cracking up it's great oh yeah that was, yeah that was fun man i just i really feel like if this existed this would be such a cool place to go and it's totally a place that i would see so many of the the incredibly talented artists oh yeah performers yeah i mean just think of all the people who work at disney and universal and participate and then they want to go do some sweet karaoke afterwards and oh, oh yeah. gosh it'd be so fun yeah i mean when we were at the uh we were at the marriott or which one it was grand lakes back towards the end, uh, beginning of the summer they had live music one night and it was a piano player his name was blake um, and he plays all throughout Orlando. And I mean, what you just said was basically his set list. You know, I mean, it was everything that was kind of pop rock from 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, um, up even to more recent. And he was just unbelievable. And you looked around there and you had, you know, people that were teenagers enjoying his music, the people that are middle aged like me to retired folks that are probably in their 70s and everybody was loving it. And he apparently plays sometimes um, at Pat O'Brien's in the Dueling Piano Bar over there on City Walk. Um, nice. But yeah, I mean, it's it's now just almost taking this guy with just a piano by himself underneath a little awning at the side of a pool and turning it into an entire like restaurant. And yeah, people would just absolutely love it. I would for sure. Yeah, I'm down. Absolutely, it'd be a blast. <laughs> Jeremy, I'm batting cleanup. You guys have there to know where I, where I went because you said we didn't have to stick to one artist. So I didn't have to make a Creed restaurant. So you guys <laughs> off the hook from having to hear me talk about that. Um, I assume if I did, you would have greeted my idea with arms wide open. But I'm going to go well a different route uh, because you said uh, I could do yeah. a musical. <laughs> so I'm going with my favorite musical of all time, Hamilton. This will this will be the second Hamilton something I've done is the funny part. <laughs> But I think it lends well. I, I thought you were going to go Blue October, and I was going to hate you today. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Oh, there's so many great puns you. you can get out of this whole thing, and I might have a few coming in my idea. Can't wait. You know, this. I mean, I, I think this is something that would potentially go at, like, Disney Springs. I didn't want to put it in a park. I didn't want to take over um, Regal Eagle, just say. But I want this to be a quick service um, in the style of Polite Pig which is a quick service that feels like a sit-down because of the quality, the atmosphere, and the fact that you go in, you order like a regular, you know, it's more fast casual than quick service. You order, they give you your little beeper, you go find a table, and then a waiter or waitress actually brings out all your food to you. And then while you're sitting there, if you need something else, they'll go ahead and just place that order for you. Um, so I want it more in that style, but I want it, the decor would be, of course, more of that, regal eagle look the american pavilion look you know that late 1700s early 1800s style um this could have a sit down indoor outdoor attached bar so again i'm thinking maybe you end up just putting this at disney springs since hamilton is on disney plus let's keep it on disney uh property so the inside that outside facade will look 
very much like the American Pavilion, but the inside will be kind of play almost like a hard rocker playing at Hollywood where it's going to have memorabilia, props, replicas, um, you know, uh, decor, everything from the Broadway show. And then the walls throughout from when you come in to if you were to circle around the restaurant, will have photos uh, from the Broadway show. And then it's going to have framed lyric and music sheets um, from all the different songs so that you, technically you almost walk through and get the, the picture and the story from the whole Hamilton Broadway show. Now, if you go and you decide to sit down at the bar or you can get these drinks to go, um, there is going to be a large selection of like Caribbean rums and flights. Um, so you don't have to throw away your shot. And then one of those is going to be the Shiler Systems Rum Flight, which includes Angelica's Spicy Rum, Eliza's Fruity Rum, and then there's going to be like a Peggy Rum that nobody really cares about. But you get this entire flight for only $17.76, so it's a pretty good price. Uh, of course, we're going to have a lot of different Sam Adams beers on draft, a selection of ales, ciders, and whiskeys as well. Now, I do want to bring a little bit of entertainment to this but you can't exactly have pistol duels. So instead, there will be live entertainment and a piano duel. And this will be a shortened show. It'll be like start of every hour. It'd run for about 20 minutes. And then they're going to pretty much take a break because this is a quick service atmosphere. So we do want people to come. Maybe they enjoy some of the show and then they have some time to eat before they leave. But they will be playing uh, the Cabinet Battles number one and two from the Hamilton soundtrack. Um, so again, this is dueling back and forth, battling between two dueling pianos. So that's kind of the decor. I spent probably more time on menu ideas. Um, not sure if they'll live up to some of, of Logan's over there, but first one, there is an appetizer. Of course, you can get the Aaron Burrata salad with heirloom tomatoes. It's going to have watermelon and arugula and a creamy colonial dressing. Uh, you can get the Hercules Mulligan stew. This has meat, potatoes, and veggies because it's going to feed just the strongest of appetites. Next, one of the main dishes is the Alexander Ham and Cheese Pressed Panini. This is going to have ham, slow-cooked Caribbean jerk shredded pork, and cheese with a mango barbecue dipping sauce. So paying homage to his you know, Caribbean upbringing. I did a lot of uh, Wikipedia to find out some of these different things where people are from and all. Um, we've got King George III's Fish and Chips, which many guests have described as Awesome. Wow. We've got Lafayette's duck confit sandwich with uh, camembert cheese, French lettuce, and a pear jam. There's a John Lawrence burger. So this is one I did some research on because he grew up in several areas. Um, and this is going to pay homage to everywhere he spent. So this burger is going to have a southern-style barbecue sauce because he was born in South Carolina. Uh, later, after his mom died, his father moved him and his brothers to school in Switzerland. So this burger is going to include Swiss cheese. Then went to the United Kingdom, so it's going to have sliced English-style banger sausages layered on top, and then he ended up back in America, so we'll go back with that nice just grilled beef burger patty. Then we have a kid's menu, which has a Philip burger. So this is a pretty plain burger, but it has a station that the kids can go to with the tin condiments. So these will be fun sauces to flavor their burger however they want. Like ketchup, uh, different flavored ketchups, mustard, barbecue sauces, ranch, dressing, and more. And then finally, you got to have dessert. So we have George Washington's cherry pie, which has a homemade flaky crust, which will rise up when baked. And that is my Hamilton quick service, fast, casual uh, restaurant. Fantastic. Uh, amazing. 
Yeah, that and might it, be your best one. Yeah, Jeremy. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. That one was fun for me. That was so good. Hilarious. I loved it. That I do think that's definitely your best one. I've been waiting to see Aaron Burr out of salad perfect. for like three months, man. <laughs> like that's been on my mind for three months when we first had this idea. And I, and I was like, I got I got to do it. I've got to have one that says that's perfect. So. Wow. You know, it'd be neat for the Aaron Verata salad is if you had a chef's table and you can be in the room where it happens. Oh, see, that's perfect, too. I like it. <laughs> and you could, I mean, you could, you could do dedicated rooms based on some of the different personalities and all. I mean, some of those would be good. There was a couple that I wanted to get like a little deeper, but I was like, if I'm going to keep this at Disney, I can't yeah, right. get into some of these. So I'll try and still keep it a little family friendly, even though it's, you know, just your, your quick service restaurant. So. Now, what I want to kind of see is uh, somebody behind the counter when they're calling out your your order number and what you got, like wrapping that whole thing. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be outstanding. Just, just straight up freestyling. That's a, have you been to Portillo's? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I love when they call out the orders and they always they have exactly. some kind of rhyme with whatever order number it is. It's so good. Oh, yeah. I love that place. I think there was a place. Gosh, where is it? Is it in Atlanta or Chicago? where they wrap out your orders and then they talk mad trash to you. Oh, that's genius. Really fun. I love that. <laughs> I mean, even with, with all like, with all these ideas, I think they're just not enough um, like food venues and places to go like that, that have that entertainment value, you know, like, I mean, how cool would that be? Yeah. To go to a, a punk bar, or go to a rap restaurant, like, yeah, I wish there were more things like that that were out there and available to do. I mean, there may be. I don't really travel outside of St. Augustine or Disney World, so maybe maybe they're all over the place. I've got no clue. It could be right around the corner. You're like, I don't leave the berm. I don't. I do not. I'm in my bubble. <laughs> oh, man. This was a good one to come back to, guys. Yeah. I was a little worried about this one. I was yeah. nervous. It's been a while. Well, and I got to say thank, yeah, thank you guys because I was like, all right, we're getting back into it. Let's figure one out. I was like, can we do something food-related? Like I just, that gets me a little more in my wheelhouse normally. So I do appreciate you guys going along and saying, yep, let's come back strong with a food one. So um, next episode, we'll redesign an entire park. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't see that coming. Just kidding. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's... I, I love how we have a food thing and mine didn't have a stitch of food in it. I mean, that's right you got the the no food that's david King bar straight bar yeah i mean in in a place like that i don't think you want to be eating so there's a, there's a there's a dirty wander hot dog vendor on the sidewalk outside of it how about that say, you could do that yeah <laughs> actually that'd be that actually wouldn't be bad that would be yeah. fitting well they have that they have the hot dog place that's right near there so maybe that's a little combo i think it's almost right across this it's almost right across the sidewalk there from um Red Coconut Club. The Red Coconut? Yeah. It, or it's like oh. down just a little ways. It's up on that upper level area where Pat O'Brien's and Bob Marley's and Coconut Club and all that stuff is up at, at there. Um, can't remember exactly what it's called. It's Yeah, it's some hot dog joint, though. So that might be fitting. Oh, you don't you even go. need to have food. There just send everybody over there. There you go. Like half-price hot dog with a ticket stub or something. There you go. <laughs> Look at you, ever the businessman. Hey. <laughs> doing what I can. Sweet. <laughs> Well, that was fun, guys. That was. That, that was, was awesome. Let's do this again. Uh, we sooner. will. Yes. Yes, <laughs> hey, we will. We we definitely should. We should uh we should like post this somewhere or something and let like people listen to it. That's a yeah. Great that'd idea. be fun. Oh, so I should have pressed record. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Too I'll, late. I'll get it up there. It's coming, everyone. Don't you worry, David King. It's coming. You should have, because I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, this. Yeah, this. This will be cool. This will be good to get back out there and. Um, uh, with this, you'll, you'll be able to find this on any of the of course podcast feeds. I mean, you probably already found it if you are listening now, but, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get this on the new website at mainstmagic.com as well. Cause we're gonna have a, a new theme park shuffle, little landing page there. So you can go listen there or any of the podcast feeds. And, um, usually, yeah, I gotta, I'm trying to take over David's job. He does the outro work. He's, he's good at it. What else you got? I, I was just sitting there letting you roll, man. You were doing great. <laughs> I've been so enthralled but, with trying to redo everything in the website and all is like it just starts coming out of me. I hear you. But if you want an outro, I know a guy. Ooh. Thank you guys so much for listening to us and, and not forgetting us. Um it, it hasn't been you, it's been us, really. And uh we're really sorry for being so distant. Um, you know, things just life gets in the way sometimes, but but you know. We knew we were going to come back to you at some point. We're like a boomerang. You could try to throw us away, but but here we come. We're coming right back. Uh, thanks for putting up with us while we knocked the dust off to see if we remembered how to do this thing. Couldn't couldn't do this without all of the listeners. Thank you so much. Don't ever forget, hit us up on the social media. Uh, go through the Main Street Magic. Uh, you can find me and Logan on Main Street Magic. We like to chat to people, obviously. That's why we like to hear the sound of our own voice doing this. But thank you again so much. We love you guys. So glad to be back. And I promise you it's not going to be um, half of a year this time. So for my co-host, Logan. Sayonara. Jeremy Stein. Peace out. I am David King. And we are out of here. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>